Can we start with a declaration? Would you say this after me? Come on, loud and proud. I declare my best days are before me. My past is forgiven. My future secure. My home is heaven. My hope is Jesus. I am what God says I am. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, if you believe that, give God a big shout, big time. Today I want to do something for all of us. I know it's a dad day and there's going to be dad components to the message. But I'm telling you, I really think this message isn't just for dads. It's for all of us today. Today I want to call out the inner hero inside each and every one of us. The story in the Bible where the nation of Israel, they find themselves in slavery to the Midianites. They found themselves in this position because they would not obey God. There's a sermon in there. Sometimes we get jacked up, messed up because we're disobedient. Amen, pastor. But that's not the sermon I'm preaching today. The Midianites are destroying Israel's crops. They're stealing their livestock, and now they have nothing left. So God's people are in dire straits. Israel is now on the edge of starvation, and it's at this point that they finally cry out to God for help. Imagine that. You're going through hell, but you don't cry out to God till you hit rock bottom. That was Israel. Enter now into the story a man named Gideon. Come on, look at somebody and say, Gideon. Gideon enters this story behind the scenes and out of sight. He's preparing grain. He's doing it in a secret place so the Midianites would not find it and steal the grain. He's like the underground person. He is, though, the weak from the weakest family in the weakest clan. And he, by his own omission, Gideon says, I'm the least of my family. Sounds encouraging. How is this guy Gideon going to help? God appears to Gideon and says this, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Here's Gideon's response. I ain't no hero. There's nothing I can do. I'm the weakest. God, have you looked at my family? Have you looked at my background? Have you looked at what I've come from? He makes every possible excuse he can make. Fast forward. God used this guy who was from the weakest clan, in the weakest family, and the weakest person to lead a victory over the Midianite army, which is 300 men. Something on the inside of Gideon had to be pulled out. And it was when God called Gideon, not what he was, but what he could be. Church, hear this today. Many of us have been told what we were or what we are. Today, I want to challenge you to be what God's designed you to be. That inner hero has to come out. See, because I've learned if you throw out all the excuses like Gideon did, you may end up still doing what God wants you to do anyway. Because there are not enough excuses that you have to outrun God's plan for your life. You can come up with every excuse out there. In fact, Friday I started to get an itch in my eye. 
It's like, wow, that's weird. Started to hurt just a little bit. Yo, Adrian. Started getting the itch in the eye. And the first thing I'm thinking this morning, I get up and my eye was like this this morning. I get up and say, man, I got to go to the walk-in clinic. I got to get it. When's the clinic open? They need a 24-hour walk-in clinic on Long Island. Close to me. I said, there's something I can do. And you know what I said? You know what? I'm just going to preach no matter what. Because preachers preach. So my track record is when I get sick, I still preach. I preach with the flu. I preach with pink eye. I preach with a half cut off toe. I don't know. I preach with so many things. I can't remember what I didn't preach with. I preached through anxiety. I went through it all and just continued to preach because I can make it, well, it would be easier if I did this or tap somebody else to do it. But you know what? God put this message on my heart for this day. So here's the reality. You know what I think this was? This was an attack of the enemy to keep from this message that God wants you to hear today. There is a mighty hero on the inside of each and every one of us. And Satan wants to discredit it. He wants to discourage it. And he ultimately wants to eliminate it. But God wants to enlarge it in your spirit. He wants you to get to a place where you recognize there is a hero on the inside of me because you church are not ordinary. In fact, some of you are outright strange. (laughs) See, I've learned God will always get you to where he wants you to be. Amen? He's always going to get you. You can't try and outrun God. You've got to run to God. Even when you're facing a big enemy, never forget your God is bigger than the biggest enemy you could ever face in this life. So here's my whole purpose today. My whole agenda today on this June Sunday is to call out the inner mighty hero. The one inside of you that feels like I can't do it anymore. The single mom who says, man, if I only had The dad who's, man, if I could only not work three jobs, I want to call it the hero on the inside because we could give every excuse or we can, or we could say, God, doesn't matter what hell is thrown at me. I'm still going to be the mighty hero you've called me to be. See, because I think there are most people in this world think there's nothing special about us. That we're just average, that I don't know how God could ever use me. And yes, the truth is, we are all average without God. But with God, we are no longer average. We are exceptional, and we can do great things for God and his kingdom. See, dads, men in the house, this world needs some men of God to be mighty heroes again. And I don't care how you color it. I don't care how you talk about it, how you gauge it, or how you disguise it. The real heroes of this world are not found in L.A. They're not found in Nashville. They're not found in TV. They ought to be found in God's house, lifting up the name of Jesus. That's where the heroes need to rise from again. Ladies, I don't want to leave you out either. You are the mighty heroes. Oh, but pastor, I don't... I don't feel like a mighty hero. I'll be honest, there are days I don't feel like that either. But there are days when I don't feel like it, and God says, it doesn't matter how you feel, 
It matters what is real. And what is real is you are my mighty hero, equipped, empowered, and enabled to do what I've designed you to do. See, there's days we're all not going to feel it. But that just becomes an excuse because God has made you to be something special. You're a mighty hero that this world needs. You may feel like you're on the edge of a breakup or a breakdown. You can feel like your health is failing or your dreams are dying. But hear me today. Every person in this room has an inner mighty hero. You can feel just like Gideon. I'm the weakest in my family. But hear me today. God is on your side. And when God is on your side, the mighty hero always comes out. See, Gideon didn't think he was much. But hear this today. You may not think you are much, but when God made you, he did not make any accidents. He made you with everything you need to accomplish what he has called you to accomplish. Your spiritual gifts, your passions, your abilities, your personalities, and your experiences have all been placed in your life for a divine purpose, to be the mighty hero God has shaped you to be. Hear this today. There's a great lesson out of the story of Gideon. Fear is a liar. Gideon was afraid. He was asked to do something he did not believe he could do. It was something so huge that he did not believe he was up to the challenge. Fear. Let's talk about it. Hear this today, friend. Fear will keep you from your destiny. And the enemy often introduces your pause season with a little injection of fear. If he can get you a little scared, a little worried, a little overwhelmed, a little insecure, he pauses you and you freeze in that moment. It's like a deer in the headlights. That's fear, and that's what he uses. But you are a son or daughter of the Most High God. You cannot be controlled by fear. Because the Word tells us when the sun sets you free, you are fully free. So if you're facing fear today, it's your day not to face fear, but to live free. To be free from whatever the enemy throws at your life. Fear is a liar. Bible declares this, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, power, love, and self-discipline. He did not give us a spirit of free, fear. Oh, doctor's report. Ah! Person break. Ah! I'm just going to keep going until you get it. Oh my goodness, my car, I lost my job. Ah, We go through all those seasons, and the first thing we do when we're attacked is what do we do? We all do it, even me. Oh, what is it? Oh my gosh, maybe it's not a sty in my eye. Maybe it's worse. Come on, self-diagnosers. Come on, WebMD people. Let me just find out. I don't want to pay my copay. I'm just going to... Right? Is that hypochondriacs? Is that what we call that? People, come on, any hypochondriacs in the house, I'm one of them. I'll put my hand hot. I got to put everything up because 
Like, we do that all the time, but what is that? That's an injection of fear. Where does that come from? Bible says God didn't give us a spirit of fear. So where's fear's source? Hell itself. And when you feel afraid, it is hell saying, "Uh uh-oh, there is a destiny on this one, and I got to scare the hell into them. That's what happens. But hear this today, church. Fear is a liar. Fear does things. It'll lie to you. Fear will plant negative seeds in your positive spirit. God does not love me. Things will never change. I do not matter. It'll never get better. No one cares for me. See, fear is one of the enemy's biggest tactics in crippling your course with God. Because if he can get you to just be afraid, he's won half the battle. And that was Gideon. He's face to face with his fear. But the mighty hero came out. When you're facing fear, you got to let the hero out. You know, it's kind of like that old song. Who let the hero out? Who? Who? Just woke five of you up today. See, we can't cave into fear. You got to push through it. Fear will try and get you to see what is not there. Fate does exactly the opposite. It helps you see what God has already prepared. See, fear says, hey, There's something there. Faith says, oh, it's there, but it's good. See, fear tries to see the negative. Faith sees the good. Faith sees obstacles as opportunities, problems as possibilities, difficulties as doorways, and failures as foundations for future success. Live with faith today, church, because fear is a liar. And when you're facing fear, Here's what I've learned. The number one thing you could say is you could tell fear to go in the name of Jesus. Say, fear, get out of my life. You have no place because God did not bring fear into your life. Hell brought it. And we, as children of God, get to reject anything hell throws at us. No matter what it is, that we get to reject it. So today, understand, like Gideon, tell fear to go. And we all face fears. I have a ton of fears. My biggest fear is snakes. We got garter snakes in our backyard. I didn't know it till my neighbor told me yesterday. And now, you know, when I go in the backyard, what's it? Where is that garter snake? Twi- oh, twig. Okay, twig. Isn't it interesting how I felt no fear until someone told me what was there? I wonder how many times we're going, we're all, and we can conquer the world until someone tells us what might be there. And then it twists us up. Well, Gideon was being told what might, uh, there's a, almost 200,000 Midianites there. I, I, there's no way I can take them out. That leads us to our second thought from the story of Gideon. The truth is, size does not matter. Doesn't matter to God. In God's economy, he does not need much. Here's what I know. You plus God are a majority. You and God. That's all you need. And Gideon proves this point. When he accepted the call by God finally to be the mighty warrior God saw before he became the mighty warrior, his army, 32,000 people. Now, man, if I had 32,000 people with me, I'd be like, let's go. 
But then imagine turning around. Oh, 22,000 just left. Oh, 9,700 just Oh, I got 300 versus hundreds of thousands. God did this just to prove the point that if you can do it without God, you don't need God. But when you can't do it, you need God even more. He comes alongside you and there's an inner strength that comes out. See, 22,000 people left Gideon because they were afraid. Think about this. Imagine if Gideon caved into his fear. We would never be reading this story in history. That number was too big, 9,700 left. They're sent home. Are you kidding me? We're going to battle. Ask anybody who's ever served in the military. Hey, is the best option to reduce your troops to win this war? Very few will ever say yes. But here's what ends up happening. The troops are reduced. Listen to what God says. But with these 300 men, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites. Send all the others home. God, do you really think that's a good plan? Because I think our chances would be a lot better with 32,000 than just 300. God did this for one purpose. So God alone gets the glory. Size does not matter to God. See, I've learned if you can do it alone, you don't need God. But when you are stretched past your limits, you will always need God. If you are living your life and you're putting yourself in a position where you don't need God, you need to grow. You need to put yourself in a different position. You need to stretch your faith. Little is much when God is in it. Well, I can't do this. I've always had this dream that I wanted to do this. Why aren't you doing it? Fear. Get over the fear. Try something new. Embrace something for God because what keeps us from the things that God's designed for us is we see other things bigger than we see God. Hey, thank you so much for checking out this message on our YouTube channel. For more messages and videos just like this, make sure you subscribe today and you'll get alerts and updates straight to you. And if you thought that message was good, you should see it live and in person. We would love for you to be our guest on any Sunday. Visit our website, mychurchunleashed.tv for service times and locations. We'd love to see you there.